Greetings and welcome back to episode number 24 of the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. My guest today is Alex. She is a marketing master when it comes to real estate marketing. And we talk a lot about how you can tackle rebranding, especially when you're moving past being a solo entrepreneur into a team and how your rebrand has the potential to absolutely blow up your business like it did for San Diego Brokerage and for Nova Real Estate the two projects that we've worked on together so far. Enjoy the episode, and don't forget to let us know what you think after you've listened by rating, reviewing, and subscribing, of course. Enjoy. Kiss my aesthetic Branding, marketing, entrepreneurship You're listening to the Kiss My Aesthetic Podcast. I'm your host, brand designer, creative, and social media junkie, Michelle Winterstein of MKW Creative Co. And I'm here to share strategies, hacks, and know-how on branding, marketing, and entrepreneurship for the online-minded small business owner. In this podcast, I'll be sharing interviews, solo episodes, and even more to help you up-level your brand by turning your visions into visuals and connecting with your ideal audience online. Let's get to today's episode. It's a Friday, which means it's a design live kind of day, and I've got a great guest. Holy smokes. I think we both could talk, I mean, hours. How long yeah. do you think we could talk for if we really tried? Um, this may be, you might have to come on for a second episode because I think we just are scratching the surface when it comes yeah. to rebranding and specifically real estate branding. So, Alex, will you please introduce yourself for anyone that might have missed it on Instagram, who you are and what you do? Yes, ma'am. My name is Alex Shalhoot. I am a business strategist for real estate agents and real estate brokerages. That's a little bit vague, but essentially what we do is we work on marketing. We work on systems. um, We make you the best company that you can be and we go out there and get you more of your ideal clients. Great. And your background actually is in the real estate admin world. And then we've gotten connected on doing some branding projects and some really comprehensive rebrands for real estate agents specifically and their brokerages. But let's talk about really what everyone wanted to know in the Facebook group is how do you know that it's time to rebrand? How do you know what you've got going isn't going to cut it anymore? And you need to kind of sit down and be like, oh man, are we really going to redo everything? Here we go. Let's get on this roller coaster. (laughs) How do you approach that with your clients? And how do you kind of pitch them on the idea of, hey, maybe this needs a refresh? You know, I think that, first of all, if you haven't done your branding in the last several years, there you go. It's time. Um, (laughs) There's that. Uh, But I think that as a business owner or even as a solopreneur, uh, you, you recognize that there's a certain way that you want people to feel when they're working with you and a certain way that you want to look online uh, that matches up with the way that you want people to feel. And I think that it's a really natural evolution from there in terms of like, oh, I need a brand. I remember when I switched from consulting into being a real estate agent, and I was a real estate agent with Nova, one of the brands that we've done together now. And I was just like, man, I cannot, there is nothing to work with here. Like I can't, this logo doesn't work in different, you know, Uh, settings. I can't stick it on a flyer. And I was just really struggling. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to build myself a brand. I'm going to DIY it. And um, I'm not going to have a logo because I'm not competent to create that. And I'm just going to pick some colors and some fonts and I'm going to try to make it consistent. And it just, it wasn't working. I mean, it, it looked nice and it looked clean, but it didn't look like me and it didn't look like Nova and it didn't look like real estate. It just wasn't what it needed to be. And for me, that was the moment where it was like, duh, this is what needs to be happening. 
so I think that it's that that kind of realization where you're like, this isn't displaying me at my best self. This isn't showing people who I am. Um, and even if that just means that you've changed, I've changed a lot over the last several years. The brand that would have been me five or six years ago would not be me today. And it wouldn't be my ideal client, first of all. That person wouldn't be attracted to that branding. And I couldn't show up and be that person, be that brand every day. So I think that's a really big indicator too. Like as life takes you in a different direction, you need to continue to and be allowed to evolve your visuals and your branding to kind of match that. I totally resonate with that. Everything that you said in that regard, I, for anyone that doesn't know, also rebranded myself. I started off as mm -hmm. MKW graphics mm -hmm. and I was rolling with MKW graphics for a while. And then I was really getting into brand design. I was like, man, mm -hmm. I really love this brand design stuff. Like, I think I only want to do brand design. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I came to the realization that, okay, MKW graphics is kind of pigeonholing me as a graphic designer. People and, are like, wait, what do you do? Mm -hmm, there's a big difference between like a strategist and a technician. And yes, I wanted yes. to be more in the strategy camp, the brand creation camp, the visual identity camp, than just like millennial with a laptop. And I found yep. that MKW graphics felt really limiting in that capacity. So yeah. then I rebranded and went for MKW Creative Co. And I really leaned into like yellow and hats and like big, bold, loud branding. And it became such a different association with what I could offer. Like it created yep. this brand persona and this brand message that was so much more clear and so much more precise as to who I wanted to work with that it does a lot of my marketing for me. Like even yep. in this, this Yahoo mentioned today, like I knew I, I wanted to thank you. I knew I had to send in like my bright yellow headshot. Of course, yep. like here's a huge opportunity to be in, in the throes of a bunch of other really creative people. And how the heck am I gonna stand out in that crowd, right? Yep. So to me, that investment and in making that jump was scary, but man, it was so worth it. So I have like a hundred things to say about that. Number one is that Danny, uh, the owner of San Diego Brokerage, is famously bad at remembering people's names. He calls you the the girl with all the yellow. Amazing, perfect. That's <laughs> so, I will yeah, take it. <laughs> I'll take um, it. So there's that. And for me personally, when I was looking to align myself with a brand um, designer for for just for San Diego Brokerage originally, I met with several people, and I just I had seen your stuff. I had seen you like in groups and stuff. And I was just like, I was convinced, first of all, that you were going to be way out of budget, that there was no possible way <laughs> that we were going to be able to afford to work I'm with flattered. you. I had spoken with people that were like, oh yeah, that'll be like a $25,000 project. And I'm like, well, if that's what they're charging, then what's this, what's she going to be charging? Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's usually just indication that I should probably raise my rates, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. I know. Right. So it was a situation where I knew based on your branding where I wanted to be and who I wanted to work with. And then when we did click, it was like, ah, oh, yes, this is perfect. This is exactly who I need to be working with. I feel like I can bring you valuable clients and it's a match. And that's exactly what good branding does. It creates those relationships. And it's about having the right person on your team that understands mm -hmm. the holistic picture. Like, I yeah. think that that's really when I was, I made some posts a few days ago on my stories about the common threads between why clients end up working with me is that they've usually probably like DIY up until this yep. point they're like you know what I'm going to try to do this on my own or they've made minimal investments in their branding but they haven't ever brought someone on that can really take in the whole picture mm -hmm. and 
all of my work is really centered around research, like really understanding yeah. what are the goals, what's the vision, where is this brand going, who do they need to connect with, how are they going to connect with them? Is it print? Yep. Is it digital? Is it web? Is it in person? How do we create those touch points so that everything the brand touches feels consistent? And, and yep. on Instagram, we talked about the difference between like millennial bougie branding and then like boomer brand boomer generation yeah. branding and yeah. that there is this new wave of consumers and buyers and people on social media who really really value that consistency they value the attention yeah. to detail so I how do you bring one. that through how do you how do you emphasize that to to your realtor clients one of the things that I hear from realtor clients a lot when I'm like who do you work with who's your ideal client they're like well anybody who needs to buy or sell real estate no, that's not true. That's really not true. Who do you hate working with? Oh, well, I have this investor and he runs me all over town and he grinds me on every commission. Yeah, let's not do any more of that. I have these, you know, people that got referred to me and they're looking for a $180,000 condo and it doesn't exist and we've seen 25 places. Yeah, let's not brand for them. So I think that's part of it is really having the confidence to niche down. There is no brand without a niche. And mm -hmm. I remember early in my career, somebody's like, well, what about Coca-Cola? What about the biggest brands on the planet? I'm like, well, you know, if you don't eat sugar, then you're not Coca-Cola's niche. If you don't consume caffeine, if that's not a part of your religion or your lifestyle, then you're not their niche. If you are concerned about artificial ingredients, you're not their niche. Even Coca-Cola has a niche. They didn't start there, but it's that right. way now. So that is the future frontier of marketing. It just is what it is. And so I think that's it is when I'm like, when I empower them with the knowledge that you could be working with more of the people that you love working with and have a great time working with and fewer of the people that you never get paid on or that are small paychecks or that really run you ragged and make you feel crappy about yourself. We don't have to do that anymore. And branding is the solution to that. And it's the staying power that gets you those referral clients from the people that you love working with. And that it's an easy sell. Absolutely. And to this Coca-Cola example too, Coca-Cola is not your like neighborhood real estate agent. Like there's right. no way yeah. there's, you don't think of a person when you think of Coca-Cola, like right. you have to think in the context of what the actual service that's being provided is, is mm -hmm. it has to be that long lasting relationship. Anytime you're in a, what I call a quote unquote luxury service industry, yeah. which I would consider myself in my sister, a wedding planner, my mom, an interior mm -hmm. designer, like mm -hmm. these are not your regular monthly expenses. These are your right. investments. So when you're positioning yourself as a service to be invested in, you yeah. have to have that long sales cycle. You have to have that continual relationship building kind of rapport with your ideal client. And in order to do so, you have to be visual to them. And if you're going to be like seen and heard, then it better be on brands. Yeah. I think that you and I could really speak to this because I know that you, like me, are planning a home purchase mm -hmm. sometime. I don't know when, right? I'm hoping that it is the sooner the better, it's looking right? looking grim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But the sooner the better. And so I'm right. on Zillow every day. I'm seeing the homes that are listed. I'm doing my own independent research. Agents pop up to me. I see people's profiles. I get advertising on my Facebook because of my browsing activity. If I'm looking at moving somewhere else, somewhere other than where I come from, especially, but even if it is where I come from, I'm starting to take notice of the people who have branding that speaks to me and tells me, I know what you need and I'm going to help you get it. And I'm going to stand by your side every step of the way. And, and I may not trust buy me. Yes. Yes. You and I may not buy a house me. for two years, but if I see that person from now over the next two years, you better believe that's who I'm going to be calling when it's time to go. I might not call them until I'm literally ready to put in an offer. 
I've seen that happen in my own career, though. You know, it's like I send people emails and interact with them for years thinking, oh, they don't even open this. They're not, they don't care. And then they call me with the sale. It's time to go. Exactly. That's no, completely. And I think that that's what we've been able to do now with San Diego Brokerage and with Nova, the two projects we've worked on so far, is that it's definitely not a mini brand design service. Like this nope. is the whole enchilada. Yeah. And this is really taking all of those pieces and parts into consideration of like, how does your brand feel? How do you stay memorable? How do you stay relevant? Yeah. Even if that person is two, three, five years out from mm-hmm. purchasing something from you. Mm-hmm. And I think about this with my business all the time. This is why I have the Facebook group and the podcast. Yeah, like yeah. shit. Like if someone comments on my TikTok video saying I really like what you're doing, I want to study this someday. I want to say, hey, come on over to the Facebook group. It's totally free. Take a listen to the yeah. podcast. Like let me help you and show you what is possible because I don't know if that person's going to be a business owner in five years from now. Mm-hmm. But in the mm-hmm. meantime, I'm going to do whatever I can to like make sure I'm popping up to the top of their stories feeds yeah. and staying relevant in their life, you know, and giving and them how information do you stay relevant? that's helpful. Yeah. How do you stay relevant? You give them information that's helpful. You you are empowering and you're living a life that shows them that they can live the life that they want to live. And yeah, I mean, I think especially when you're a luxury service provider, for the most part, you may be personal trainers and stuff like that, but for the most part, you're working with people for a period of time in their life, in their big decisions, right? So you have to figure that they've been thinking about that for a couple of years before they make those kinds of investments. And you have to figure that it's still a major part of their life for a little while after that, probably for a year or two after that, while they're getting plugged into their new brand, their new home or whatever. Those are where your referrals are going to come from, you know? So it all ties together. It's all really synergistic. And um, yeah, I just think that providing value and being present and helping people to know that they can rely on you is just the wave of the future in terms of doing, especially service-based business. Absolutely. And it's also about the lifetime value of that client because that client is not just the one-time transaction of doing whatever Mm -hmm. that luxury service is, Mm -hmm. but it's about who does that person know? And if I can Mm -hmm. do a bang up job on that person's branding, like who Mm -hmm. are the circles that they're running in? They're probably people that also would value what it is that I do. Networking 101 as well, which you and I are both avid networkers in that (laughs) regard, because you never know, like you never know, somebody could be connected to someone else. I had coffee this morning with a current client of mine and a friend of mine from college, Eliza, who did my podcast theme song. And we're talking about music production. She goes, oh my gosh, I have to connect you to my friend who's a lawyer that goes after copyright infringement on copyrighted music. He's going to, he's going to need a referral for these people to say, Hey, you can't use that music anymore, but here's an artist that will make you a totally original soundtrack to your podcast. And it's like, hello, like we would have never put those two connections together if we weren't sitting there talking and learning about each other's businesses. Yeah. I need that person's contact. Yes, absolutely. Because I am talking to Harry who's the owner of Nova Real Estate, about creating a custom branded song that we can use as the intro in all of our videos. So there it is, people, right there. Full circle, (laughs) exactly. And these are the kind of conversations too that even I would encourage anyone that's watching or listening to this is like, find a reason to consistently talk to people you're interested in. Whether that's a networking group, whether you start a podcast, an interview series, get on the phone with them, but start Mm -hmm. having these conversations because like you truly don't know where it's going to go. Yeah, you truly don't know all the points of connection. Yeah, especially if you're introverted. I think that I I get the sense that you're very extroverted. And I'm very like, I I tend to be fairly introverted. So it's difficult for me to start those conversations. And especially if I don't really know where it's going to lead. But I think that and it's really easy to hide behind your 
online, you know, life in that way, especially now during COVID when we can't go out and, and network mm-hmm. in person. But especially if you're introverted, I just want to empower those people to reach out. People want to have conversations with you. They, this is the point. There are, you have people that you can refer me to. There are mm-hmm. things that we could do for each other. I want you in my network. So reach out. There's no harm, no foul. And if the person doesn't respond, that doesn't mean anything either, other than that they're probably busy and have a million pings coming in. So it's like low stakes, you know? And then from the flip side too, if someone does reach out to you, like I look at every client and I used to get flack for this in the networking groups. I would introduce everyone as, oh, my client or my future client. Like, yeah, <laughs> I would do this all the time because, and even at coffee this morning, the girls were sitting there like, wow, have you done everyone's logo at this table? I was like, not yet. <laughs> Just because I get so excited about those possibilities and the opportunity as well. And, yeah. and I'm a people person through and through and love that connection aspect. And I think that that's mm-hmm. maybe what I do have in common with a lot of these realtors. It's like, that yeah. is the name of the game, right? It's yes, like staying absolutely. staying top of mind and staying involved in people's lives and, and, and providing value and being that person that you can go run into at the grocery store or the gas station or the local brewery or whatever. And mm-hmm. it feels mm-hmm. like a person. So bringing in the personal and the unique in each of these Brie brands that we've done, I mm-hmm. think is also part of our magic superpower. Yeah. Because you get to know them so well, and then we get to be two brains on the project, which yeah. for me as someone that pretty much worked solo for most of my career, I love working on projects with you because I'm like, oh my God, this is great. Because you get to do the interfacing, we get to powwow, and then it's like, here's what we came up with for you, client. Yes. And it has so much more like sticking power when mm-hmm. it feels like, mm, like it just yeah. feels like here, we're two professionals with extreme experience in these categories. And here's the best possible solution for your business. I think that yeah. that makes it a slam dunk. Yeah, we have different perspectives. And I, I was actually thinking about this earlier in our conversation. How funny would it be to put up like my Pinterest boards about my inspiration for these brands next to yours? And they're completely different, but we're just speaking the same language. And you are so absolutely brilliant at hearing everything that I have to say about these people and what I know about them and what they need and creating a visual identity. My brain doesn't work that way. I have ideas. I'm like, oh, I think this would be really cool. But you like bring it to life in such a like refined and sophisticated way. And my clients like absolutely go gaga. They're like, oh my God, they can't believe what we were able to manifest out of that like co-working experience. So yeah, I couldn't agree more. I'm usually stuck behind a computer by myself and that having that like energy kind of exchange just it creates magic absolutely i'm so that was so nice i'm honored i'm honored (laughs) no and guys be ready to see a lot more stuff coming from alex and i as well we've got some top secret projects in the works but they're going to (laughs) be fabulous and i think that this real estate niche for me is so fascinating as well like growing up with an interior design kind of family family background and then the marketing aspect and the thing about real estate branding as well that just gets me all fired up is like the possibilities are endless, which sounds mm-hmm. so corny, but the branding is just like forever. Yeah. And we yeah. even have this conversation. We we're doing San Diego brokerage. I think I made it a caption too, where it's like someday, like everything the light touches will have your brand on it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. Simba and the pride lands, right? Just like everything will be branded. And just to have that authority in a way that's still friendly and communicative mm-hmm. and trusted and, and really like respected and you're creating legacy. I think with both of these brands, we've done a great job of considering like, what is that lasting legacy beyond that primary agent, beyond the guy that kicked it off? Like, how do we create a system that can sustain past one person? And I really think that that's kind of the pinnacle of what we're doing with these brands. And that's why it's it's the whole enchilada kind of service. 
Yeah, we, I'd like to talk about that for a second because oftentimes when real estate agents are looking to grow, they are at the capacity of their own ability to do more transactions. And they're thinking, okay, my income is stuck here unless I figure out alternate revenue streams. And so oftentimes that looks like hiring additional agents. Sometimes it looks like stepping up the um, the price point of the, the properties that you sell. But regardless, it's you're opening up a new strategy. And we did something really cool with San Diego Brokerage, I think, with this, because the conundrum that we were in was that San Diego Brokerage was one person. He was a broker. He had the ability to have an entire company, but he didn't yet. And all of his past clients knew him by name. He was Danny Davis Real Estate before he was San Diego brokerage. And so we created this logo that is San Diego brokerage with Danny Davis and we're about to see it. Mm-hmm. And then and then when we hired our first agent we're like, "Oh, cool. We can just now do San Diego brokerage with Mary Smiley and it's beautiful and it's on brand and it allows them to have personal branding. It can go with anybody and it also preserves the integrity of the San Diego brokerage brand." Yeah. There it is. Yep. So now when people see San Diego brokerage, they're associating it with Danny, whereas before they might not have necessarily known that that was his company if they weren't seeing his name. So we can phase that out over time, right? Totally. And this is something that again, stays scalable and stays relevant. And I think that Mm -hmm. that's, that's where when you start to see those posts on social of Danny with like the logo animation or wearing the t-shirt with the logo Mm -hmm. on it, like that it's coming full circle, right? Like you're getting this cohesive moment where again, it's, the social and the print and the digital and the, the marketing. Oh my gosh. We didn't even talk about the sign writers we did and the signage. Like it looks like the way it feels to work (laughs) with them. And this was an idea. And again, this is just an example of what the value is of having two of our brains on a project like this is you would come to me. We need to do something unique and cool for these signs to really Mm -hmm. catch people's attention. We've got to Mm -hmm. of course use the branding in a way that's eye catching. And so we did these sign writers, which are for someone that doesn't know. Yeah, it goes above the sign. And it's like, so a property has life cycles when it's listed, right? So it might be pending later on. And then you want to put something up there that says sold. So usually they're really generic and clunky and ugly and not impressive at all. And we really wanted to turn that on its head. So it'll be interesting to see how long before all kinds of agents have that start popping up. Yeah, because I think to me, this is such a cool, um, I had this idea to kind of create this like almost like plexi lettering, almost a museum signage. Yep. And elevating it in a way because we know that, of course, the sign on the street is important, but what's more important is like the Instagram post of the sign on the street. Yeah. yeah. So how do we make it so that this is so unique? And I love the idea of kind of having the negative space where you can still see the Mm -hmm. sky and the trees in between the letters. And it gives it this more dynamic, more engaging, really unique brand quality. That's something that the other agents just simply don't have, which I find just tickles me. I just love it so much. And that's the fun thing that we can do on every project is come up with something that's entirely new that belongs just to that agent. Completely. Same thing with you're talking about these Adidas hats, like this mm-hmm. golf gear kind of style. Mm-hmm. It's so much more unique and memorable than just like the generic like printed T-shirt. I think that yeah. that's what's what I get so excited about. Like I'm salivating about the brand possibilities that come with these real estate projects because there's just so many avenues to go with it. Yeah. And it can go overboard because the other day Danny was sitting there and we were on a video call like this and he goes, oh, you like that? You like that? It's his shirt. It's, it's his, his logo. shirt. And then he goes, wait, hold on one second. 
and he goes and he grabs his windbreaker and he like fluffs it out he's like you like that and it's his logo and he's like Amazing. he holds up his cell phone it has his a sticker on it he like turns it around he shows me his laptop and it has a sticker on it i'm like okay let's like maybe pump weeks like five percent no you have to and it's the same reason that every time i'm on a video call in someone else's facebook group i'm wearing yellow like you best yeah. your you, you bet your ass i'm wearing yellow it's this memorable factor that's like it's a teeny tiny step that it starts to kind of bleed into all the areas and that's creating mm -hmm. consistent brand experience and yep. i think same thing with the influencers I work with. Like there's kind of this area of like people want to come to be inspired, educated mm -hmm. and enlightened and or for comedic relief, like whatever the reason is someone's coming to you, you want to make it that you're having the kind of content that they're after. So yeah. Content marketing on its own is probably a topic for an entirely separate Another conversation, day, yeah. Yeah. but wow. there's really just so much to be done when it comes to real estate and really across all kinds of industries. But yeah, if you're looking for real estate marketing and systems, we're your girls for sure. Yeah. Cool. Can't even tell you what we're doing yet, but we're on it. <laughs> but it's going to be so good. Um, where can everyone find you, follow you, work with you, etc.? So right now I am working on launching new website, everything, 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 new company. So right now my main social media channels are Instagram and Facebook. I am still a work in progress there, but if you reach out to me there, I can tell you all about what the offerings are that we've got. We're already up and running. We can definitely get somebody going. We just don't have all of the collateral yet because we want it to be beautiful and perfect. Um, so follow me at my handle there, Alex Shalhu, Alex.Shalhu on Instagram, on Facebook, I'm Alexandra.Shalhoot. You can find me there. Um, and I'd love to chat. I, I also just love to give away free advice. So if you just have ideas and you want to talk, I hit me up. I love it. Perfect. We'll also link Alex's Instagram and Facebook in the show notes of the podcast and on this video thread in the Facebook group. So you can take a look. Also, we'll link up the Nova and the San Diego brokerage presentations. I think that would be Definitely. a good idea. So yeah. people can see what we're talking about if they don't know. Yeah. But Alex, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So thank you. Another lovely day. A great time for Kiss My Aesthetic. Great time to be in the group, man. We had some really great, great questions and comments. <laughs> People are loving it. People say they're super curious about this. Would love to learn from switching from a personal brand into a company brand. Feedback about like how personalized we really have made these things. Because yeah. I think that that's the superpower for sure. It really, really is. And that's the thing that we are brilliant at and can help anybody do. And carry it through your entire business. It's not just visual branding. It's everything. It's, it's a full-scale experience. So I'd love to chat about that with anybody who wants to. Wonderful. Well, thanks so much. And guys, the podcast episode should be out in a few weeks. So check that out. And uh, don't forget to rate, subscribe, review, do all the things there. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks, Alex. Thank you so much for having me. Everybody have a great day. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. For more information, please visit mkwcreative.co slash kmapod. Or follow along on every social media channel at mkwcreative.co. Also, don't forget to join the Facebook group by the same name, Kiss My Aesthetic, and to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Catch you next time.